Today I want to talk about starting a bulk food pantry. So <laughs> it's a sad it's sad that I even have to call it a bulk food pantry because I feel like for our grandparents and their grandparents having a fully stocked pantry or a larder was just the common way of life. Like everybody had food storage for their household and there was none of this buying food weekly or every couple days at the grocery store. That was our lifestyle. We did that, uh, well I did that my entire adult life and even into our first few years of marriage I worked at Trader Joe's and we would buy several groceries like throughout the week and I remember thinking I if something were to go wrong, I don't have much food on hand. I have just what we need for this week. Or if there was a snowstorm, people would rush to the store to grab things. And I remember thinking, gosh, do I need anything? And it's amazing because after we started our food pantry, we had a big snowstorm and I was like, wow, this is the first time in my life that I'm not like panicked about food. And even more so now with the times that we're in, knowing how to have a food pantry is really important. So I just wanted to share a little bit of our story and some tips and things that we have done that I thought have been helpful and might be helpful for you. So the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. <laughs> the second best time is now. And that same thing goes with having a food pantry. So obviously, food prices have gone up, but buying in bulk will always be cheaper than buying in smaller quantities from your grocery store. So if you're buying 12 ounce packages of dried fruit, it's probably still going to be cheaper to buy a five pound bag in bulk, even if the prices are expensive right now. I'm not talking so much about long-term prepper stuff, that's not bad. I think that that's a good thing to know how to store food for long-term storage with mylar bags, oxygen packets, all of those things are really good. I'm just talking about daily living and having a pantry at home so we're not dependent on spending our gas money to drive to the grocery store oh, every week or multiple times a week. How can we build a lifestyle to where we have the food that we need in our home and we don't need to keep on going to the store. So that's what I'm talking about today is your everyday pantry items. That's what we have and we've done this now for coming up on two years. When we got back from South Africa, we were stuck in South Africa during the 2020 lockdown and when we were over there, we both were like, okay, something is going on this is really wild and when we came back to america we were trying to figure out what we were doing where we were going to live and one of our ideas was to start a bulk food grocery store near us because that wasn't a thing and we figured that was a need and so we started looking into if we were to start a bulk food grocery store where would we supply our stuff from and that is how i stumbled across azure standard and we didn't end up being able to start the grocery store, but I did go ahead and place our first order from Azure in November of 2020, and we placed an order of 400 pounds 
of food because we were starting from nothing. We had just came back to America. We had just moved into our home and we were starting from nothing. So instead of going to the store and buying small things, like little packages of spices, rice, all of those things, we were like, well, let's just go ahead and buy these things in bulk. So if you watch that video, which I'll link here, that video, we purchased rice, seeds, legumes, grains, flour. I actually don't know if we got flour in that order, but we did later. I don't know if I said spices, but we got spices and it was definitely a huge order. And I think a lot of times people are intimidated in buying in big quality in big quantities for a couple of reasons. One, upfront you are paying more because you are buying in a bigger quantity. So it's like, oh my gosh, our first order I think was $900, which is a lot of money for food. But that food lasts us so long. It, I mean, we still have some spices from that order and spices don't go off. People can say they do. And yeah, obviously everyone would rather have spices fresh from your garden, but you don't know how long these spices are sitting in the store anyways. So why not be sitting on your own shelf at home in your glass container than in the plastic bottle in a warehouse somewhere? So that is a concern for some people is the price of things, but you have to think of it by breaking it down price per pound. When we first did our Azure order, we broke everything down price per pound and I compared it to Vitacost, Kroger, all the other places and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much cheaper. So you are saving money in the long term, you're just gonna be paying more money upfront. The other thing that people hesitate about buying in bulk is food storage. Like, okay, if I buy 25 pound bags of rice, where am I going to put it? And I don't think food storage should stop you from going ahead and making decisions to start buying in bulk. So we kind of stumbled into buying in bulk not really intentionally in our area that we were living in we had several like whole foods fresh time stores moving or closing so their bulk food sections sold and we like loaded the stuff into the plastic bags that they sold them in and then we brought them home and i was like oh my gosh what if we have mice problems we can't store these things in plastic and i went straight to hobby lobby during their 50 percent off week and bought glass jars and i still have those glass jars today all of these jars here are from that not all of these jars but some of these jars are from when we went to Hobby Lobby and since then we have just been collecting glass jars everywhere we've gone I've said in our other videos you can buy them from uh, yard sales auctions go to high bid and find your state put in your zip code and you will find all the online auctions near you that has been such a blessing for us you can people will give away glass jars you can save your glass jars from other things. So I purposely order things from Azure in glass, like the coconut oil and the honey and maple syrup, because I know I'm going to reuse those glass jars. I bought the apple cider vinegar uh, 32 ounce bottles uh, in bulk in the, it was 12 in a pack, because I was like, I'm gonna save these bottles and then I can buy the, uh, gallon jugs for now on and I'll just decant them into the glass jars. So 
to try to start thinking now like okay what can I buy in glass and just keep reusing those containers we did that with peanut butter we kept our old we used to buy the Santa Cruz brand of peanut butter and I saved those glass jars and then when we started making our own peanut butter I just put the peanut butter in those same old glass jars it worked out perfect and you can go to antique malls to find them and you can even buy ball jars like some of these were brand new and I just bought them and this is an investment. These are things that you will have forever and ever if you take care of them and steward them well. So we consider those type of things as tools for our budget, tools for our home. And I'd much rather spend money on glass, things that you can then pass down to your children's children. And it's good for food storage. So start finding uh, glass jars, start saving them. And then we have, so we had glass jars when we placed our nine hundred dollar um azure order but then when we went to the azure pickup and put all the stuff in our car we were like huh we don't have enough glass jars for 50 pounds of oats 25 pounds of buckwheat 50 pounds of steel cut oats like we need a plan so on our way home we stopped by the iga in our town and we went back to the deli counter and we said do you have any food grade buckets that you don't need anymore and they said yeah we have a bunch so they had I think three big five gallon buckets and then the like smaller like, maybe one or two gallon buckets and they just handed them to us with the lids and everything and we were pumped they were food grade we just needed to wash them so we took them home we washed them and that's what we used and now if we go back to the IGA when we have gone back, they now charge us for them just a couple of dollars, which we're happy to pay, but we were getting them for free. So go around to your local stores to the deli section and ask them about their food grade buckets. If they give them to you for that cost and that's what you can afford at that time, awesome. You can buy glass and you can buy buckets from Azure Standard, from other places like Uline, um, container uh there's a online store that i've seen for buying apothecary jars that sell big things i can't think of the name of it but you can buy containers online they will be more expensive but do what you can with what you have and just try doing something and that was our thought with the buckets we're like yeah the gamma lids would be nice we couldn't get them so this will do and it's worked well for us we've like I said, we are almost two years in to this journey and we've had no issues. And several people have asked about how we store our like wheat berries and oats and that type of thing because of the weevil situation. The, the first round, I didn't do anything. When we bought food in uh, 2020, I did not do a thing. And praise God, I didn't have not, I did not have any problems with weevils. We had none of that in our oats or anything. And again, we didn't have we didn't buy these things for long-term storage we were buying these things for our pantry for everyday life so we had gone through that stuff for most of it within six to nine months so that's one thing the other thing is now that i am buying wheat berries in big quantities and i don't know how long it's going to take to use them i am doing the good steward thing and i am putting them in our freezer so i put them if it depends on how much freezer space we have we do have a deep chest freezer i'll get into the importance of buying chest freezers in a bit but that's where we 
put our bags of food in there. We leave it in there for around 10 days. And then when I take it out, so if I do the whole bag, I'll take it out. And then I take cookie sheets and parchment paper or bowls and I spread them all out. My kitchen table is full of these things. And I do layers of the wheat berries. And the reason I do that is to help get rid of any condensation from the freezer. So I've watched so many food storage videos and everyone has a different opinion on how to get rid of weevils. Some people say you shouldn't freeze. Some people have said you should just use oxygen absorbers. But for things that I'm gonna not be storing long-term, I'm not gonna put in an oxygen absorber mylar bag because those are things that I will be using, like all of my wheat berries here. So what I have found works for us is you can put them in Ziploc bags. Azure sells a great BPA-free brand of Ziploc bags, and then it's in a smaller size, and you could even put it in your upright freezer, put it in there. You could leave it in there and use it as you need it from the freezer, or you could then after 10-ish days, take them out, spread them out, on your cookie sheet, in glass containers, on parchment paper on your table, and just let them air dry, let all the condensation come off, and then store it in your glass containers. That is what has worked really great for us for all of our grains or anything that weevils could get into. So I mentioned Azure Standard. That is one of my favorite places to get our bulk food from. I so appreciate the family that started Azure Standard, if you read their About Me page, I love their convictions and everything that they stand for. They're Christians. They have lived by their convictions. And so those are the people that we want to give our money to and they really do sell things at really good prices. So a lot of the things in our bulk food pantry is from Azure Standard. Some other places that I do buy my food from, if it's not locally, which we do try to get as much locally as possible, but as far as buying in bulk goes, uh, we love having oysters on hand and I buy the Crown Prince smoked oysters because they are in olive oil and I get this from iHerb. It's the cheapest place that I've seen that you can get these and whenever I buy it, I just buy a huge amount of them and then I store them in my little basket down here and we try to eat oysters at least three times a week because it's a really good source of zinc that our body is able to absorb. So that's where I get my oysters. And then you can also get salt. That is something that's really good to have on hand that will last for a very long time if you store it well. And we get our salt from Redmond's Salt and we bought a 10 pound bucket from them that I'll just decant into my uh, other salt jars. And then there might be local places near you. We have an Amish grocery store near us and recently that's where I bought a gallon of maple syrup and we go to the flea market we have a beekeeper that we're friends with and we buy six pounds of honey from him that we keep on hand and it's really nice to build relationships with people in your area so should there ever be a problem with food shortage you know that you can at least go to them and they should still be producing their stuff like bees aren't gonna stop producing honey in the case of the world being chaotic or cows aren't gonna start stop producing milk when the world gets crazy. So finding connections in your local area is really, really important for building your food pantry. And that goes for growing things in your own backyard. Last year was the first year that we really grew 
a ton of stuff from our backyard and then canned it and storaged it. So I now only have three cans left of our tomato sauce from last year. I'm so thankful it's almost tomato season. And this year I'm going to try to do even more. So last year for the tomatoes, I mostly did tomato sauce and tomato soup. This year I want to do more salsa, ketchup, of course the sauce and the soup. I'd like to do tomato paste. Those are the things that I'm trying to uh, grow into more and have those things on hand in our pantry. And then you can also do things like soup. So last year I did butternut soup and that freezes really well in glass containers and that's in our deep freezer. So doing what you can, and even if you don't grow it from your garden, the butternut, I didn't grow butternut in our garden last year. I got it from our local farmer's market from a guy who doesn't spray pesticide on his plants and grows organically. I made a huge, huge batch of butternut soup and then I used that in the fridge or in the freezer. So you don't have to grow everything yourself. If you're able to, if you have the space, then definitely grow what you can. But if you don't, go to your farmer's market and you can uh, pickle your, or you can make pickles. You can make pickles from the cucumbers that you get at the farmer's market. And another cool thing to do is growing herbs. Even if you can only grow out of pots, growing herbs yourself and then storing them in glass jars with a beautiful label, make sure pantry look really nice and that's your medicine cabinet. You have an abundance of herbs that you have on hand uh, for if you need it. So it's not just food, it's also your apothecary, having a medicine cabinet for your family. Really good resource for finding farms near you that you can pick their stuff from is pickyourown.com. That's where I found a blueberry farm near us that doesn't spray and Hopefully, by the end of this month, we'll be able to go there and pick blueberries from them. And it was through them that we got connected with the strawberry farm that we went and were able to pick strawberries from last week. So that is a great uh, website to refer to and find farms near your area that will allow you to pick from their land. And then if you are looking for raw milk, realmilk.com is an amazing source to find raw milk. That was originally how I became a part of the milk share that we were a part of. Since then, we met some Amish at a flea market and they're closer to us, it's cheaper. So we've been buying our milk from them. And then also buying meat in bulk is going to save you so much money. I don't know why it took us so long. The first time we bought a, a, a cow a quarter of a cow was last year and we will never go back to just buying cuts of meat by themselves it is so much cheaper to buy half or a quarter of a cow and especially if you have friends or family near you and you can go in on a whole cow and divide it that will save you so much money it is so much cheaper and it's it gives you such peace of mind that you have that really good quality meat you want to make sure it's grass-fed, grass-finished, and you have it in your freezer. That is such a blessing. So then that brings me to the chest freezer. There are tools that you will need to invest in, like I said, the glass containers, a chest freezer. All of these things are really important for your home economy, and they are investments because it will pay off in the long haul. It'll feel like an upfront cost, but it will pay off in the long haul because you will be saving money with how you are using that. So by having a chest freezer, you don't have to spend gas to go to the grocery store every week. You get good quality meat for so much cheaper. 
you have an abundance of meat on hand, you have the peace of mind that if something goes crazy, you have meat in your freezer. So it's, it's truly such a blessing. And you can find chest freezers if you don't wanna buy one new. Again, you can find them at auctions. And the last tool that I want to touch on that's a great investment is a grain mill. That is something we decided to invest in this year. And obviously all of these things, it is over time. So we're trying to pick something every year that we use for the home. So last year we bought the chest freezer. This year our investment into our pantry stuff is the grain mill. So we got this, it's a Nutramill grain mill. We love it, it is awesome. Actually the first one that they sent me did break after my first, after my fourth use of it, the uh, stone cracked. And within a few days they sent me a brand new one. So it is awesome, I love it and wheat berries are so much cheaper and one cup of wheat berries makes one and a half cups of flour it's so amazing so that also i know is saving us money and when things go wild and crazy usually flour goes out before wheat berries and wheat berries store so much better than flour and it's really better for you so that's why we had more reasons to buy it than reasons not to buy it and so that was our kitchen tool for this year that we decided to invest in and i think maybe that's like a great thought process to go into this of okay what can we do this year with what we have and do that like you don't have to buy the pasta maker the chest freezer the grain mill the freeze dryer the dehydrator all in one go but each year build the tools of your home economy and just keep adding things to it and then as the years go by you will be so equipped and then you'll be able to pass those things down to your children's children and even this year if it's just buying a canner and things to can that is awesome and if you steward these things well they should last you a really really long time so i hope that this has been encouraging for you it is a totally new old way of life I feel like it's going back to the ways things used to be but nobody does this anymore like when we first started doing this we were like why doesn't anyone do this why haven't we done this before so it's going to feel awkward when you get started and some people probably won't understand why you're buying huge amounts of food but when things start to go crazy and especially now i do feel like we've been vindicated because we bought so much of our bulk food when it was so much cheaper and so but start now there's no reason not to start right now and you don't have to do it perfectly you don't have to have everything scheduled and know exactly what you're doing start with where you are what you have the money that you have what you can afford and buy the food that you eat the most don't buy that was one mistake that we made with that 900 dollars order i was coming out of a season a two-month season of eating vegan which we don't eat anymore but i bought a lot of chickpeas lentils flax seeds chia seeds so i have a lot of those things still thankfully it'll last a really long time because we are storing it really well but um yeah if i were to do it over again i probably would have bought more things like rice wheat berries than what i did buy but we have them and so now things like chia seeds i we don't eat those are the things that i am keeping for long-term storage in case something crazy does happen and we need food i can know how to make chia seed pudding and 
that is a good survival food. So all of that to say, buy the things that you eat the most that you'll know you, you'll go through. Don't just think long-term, if stuff goes crazy, we need to have this. Think of the things that you're gonna use daily. Make your food pantry fun and exciting. I have the, ha had this vision of this pantry for years before it actually happened. And when we moved into this house and I put this together, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been envisioning. And this did not cost us a lot of money. These shelves, all of these, these three were from an auction. And then this one is a cheap Walmart shelf and that we just repurposed and used it as a, a pantry shelf. And will it last super long? Probably not. It's made out of chipboard, but it's functional and it works. And otherwise it would be in the dump because I don't love it. So do what works for you. And whatever you do is going to be more than what the average person is doing by just continuing to go to the grocery store every week and to panic when things start running out. You don't want to live that life. You want to live a life that's peaceful and part of having peace and serenity is having food on hand for if you need it, if your family needs it, if your friends need it, if your neighbors need it, you will be someone who has food available for no matter what happens. If an electric situation happens and, and you need to cook food over the campfire, I mean, you'll be able to. Or if a snowstorm comes, you'll have all your food. You won't be the person panicking, running to the store to buy milk, bread, and eggs. So those are just some things to think about. I hope this encourages you and I bless you. God bless.